Hey everybody, it's Dog Chocolate here, your favorite awesome bold black bearded man whore out of Las Vegas, Nevada. So I just want to first and foremost give a awesome thank you to the good folks at Full Swap Radio. So we are now part of the lineup at Full Swap Radio. And if you don't know what that channel is, it is actually a lifestyle friendly radio station for alternative and lifestyle podcasts. So they have different podcasts from different creators such as Accidental Swingers and ASN, Bedroom Bliss, the Bang Bang Pineapple Squad. They have Higher Love and Keeping Secrets, Living a Sweet Life, Midwest Menage a Trois, Old Faces, Sex Talk with Sunshine, Sinful Ladies, The Venus Cuckholders Show, Hanky Panky Podcast, Keys and Anklets, and so, so many more people, you guys. And we are actually one of their newest members. So I want you all to go ahead and support them. Download the app on your phone and you can pretty much get 24-7 of the latest episodes from your favorite swinger and lifestyle podcasts. That being said, here goes Angela with that sexy introduction. You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast, where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy, bald black man candy, Doc Chocolate. Hello, everybody. It is your man. Chocolates. Don't call me dark chocolate, call me dark chocolate. Well, if you're a sexy woman, go ahead and call me dark chocolates. I may just like that. Make sure you stroke my bald ass head while you're saying dark chocolate. And you'll get bonus points for that. Ooh, I see some little sexy fingers moving over there. Whose fingers are those? Oh, these are these are Scarlett's fingernails. If you notice them <laughs> from oh, from the other end of the Zoom screen. Hello everyone. Hi, Dark Chocolate. Thank you so much for having me on. You're very, very welcome. So as you listeners can hear, it's not just myself on this interview. I have a very, very special guest from the Lone Star State, and I'm going to introduce her little sexy self here in a moment. But first, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. So do you want to learn more about the lifestyle, being a bull, entering into the cuckold or the hot wife lifestyle? 
If so, if you're new, existing, you just want to brush up on your lifestyle game, I want you to go right now to bullsandqueens.com and download a free copy of my book, The Bulls, Queens, and Cuckolds Survival Guide to the Lifestyle. It is totally free and you can get it right now at the website on billsandqueens.com. Look, I can barely say my own website name. And then lastly, I want you to make sure that you listen to us. And I want you to make sure that you leave your favorite BBC midget male whore a five-star review and comment on your favorite podcast platform, be it Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or Google. And if you do so, I will give you a personal shout out on the next show. Yes, I will. And if my lovely wife, Caramel, gives me permission. I just may do some dirty, nasty things to you or in you. So I have a very, very special guest. I have the lovely and the beautiful cuckoldress Scarlett. Woo! And so here is her introduction. So Scarlett is a passionate, queen of spades cuckoldress living in abundance and authenticity with her cuck in the Houston, Texas area. She is a blogger and an advocate for the female-focused elements of the cuckolding, hot wifing, and slut lifestyles. She has been sharing snapshots of her journey from a traditional monogamous relationship with her fiance to a female-empowered, ethically non-monogamous cuckolding dynamic on her blog. Cuckoldress Musings since July of 2020. Scarlett has been a featured guest on numerous podcasts, including Sexual Kimmy podcast, Consenting Adults, and the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. Most recently, Scarlett joined her fellow cuckolding creators, sex researchers, and luminary authors in the first annual Cuck Week celebration. Scarlett is also the co-founder of the Slut Sisters Movement, an intentional collective of sexually liberated, unshamed, and transformed women and femme identifying people. Woo, woo, woo. What's up, Scarlett? Oh, thank you for that lovely introduction, Doc. Oh, it's so good to be with you here this evening. Yes, yes. And thank you for being on. And you want me to tell you something that is totally funny? Is oh, please. I see what you did with the slut. With the slut. Do you see it? I saw it. Okay. So, I, okay. So, y'all who are listening to this, you don't see it. Okay. But she actually made it an acronym. So, sexually, the S, liberated, the L, mm-hmm. unshamed, the U, and transformed, the T. What's that spell? Slut, baby. Slut, baby. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I can't take uh, any credit for that. Really, that was my incredible slut sister, Goddess Anya, who thought of the acronym. But when she floated it to me, I was like, yes, that is that is what we are about right there. So, yeah, that's that is the mission statement, so to speak, of our slut sister collective. Yes. That is what I am talking about. And we are definitely going to talk more about the Slut Sister movement and how the dynamic is really, really changing on how 
women are becoming more empowered as we move into the future. So, and I love yes. every aspect of seeing the uh, woman come into full empowerment, you know, in their sexual selves. And so mm. what I want to do real quickly, well, not real quickly, but what I want to do, Cuckolders Scarlet, is you've been blogging for years. I know you've been on multiple podcasts. You're like an OG original gangster when it comes to this. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember like this morning on Twitter we were uh, conversing on a tweet is that what it's called a tweet sure <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that <laughs> okay, okay. I, hey I'm new to this Twitter thing and so this one guy he came on and he was like she is fucking famous and I'm like yeah you are because every time oh I see God. anything in regards to look hey y'all can't see Cuckolder and Starlet but she is blushing I am blushing, and it takes a lot to make this slut blush, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all need to see her lips. Like, I didn't tell you this before, but I was just, like, totally curving on your lips because you have the most sexy, full, visible-looking <laughs> lips. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and I, I'm wearing my very signature matte lip. Um, just to, you know, so you can see every edge of those. Thank you so much, Doc. Yeah, that was such a kind comment. Uh, and trust and believe, like, in a year or so, like, people are going to be like, Doc is famous. Like, he is so, like, because we, we really, in this lifestyle, we are pioneers, right? We are swimming against the current. And I think that people who hear our voices and listen into podcasts like yours, like they really resonate and respond and trust and believe, like I never set out to have any kind of fame or notoriety. I just wanted to connect with people through my authentic experience. So the fact that that has resonated with so many people just blows my mind. Like every single day, I'm just absolutely fascinated that this one girl's story and our story has, has reached so many people. That is killer. So I want to hear that story. The listeners want to hear that story. So, and I know that many people have heard you on other podcasts. They have read your blog posts at cuckoldressscarlet.com. But like, let's dig deeper into that authenticity of who you are, how you got started how the hell did a sweet girl from houston texas get into this crazy ass lifestyle like give us the 411 Charlie. i will i will i'm happy to um i'm actually not from houston i have lived here 10 years so like i am definitely officially adopted texan uh but i'm actually from the west coast and um you know I guess it's always hard to pick your own like origin point, but I guess what I will say is that um, I've always felt connected with myself as a sexual being and always kind of struggled with how that would look in the way our society is, right? Um, and so I think that a good origin point is when I met the love of my life, um, which, you know, I was uh, recently divorced and, you know, just looking to 
and develop a really solid, truthful, honest, open, vulnerable relationship. I would prioritize that as like, this is what I want. And I think I know what this looks like. And I am willing to do anything it takes to get that. And, you know, I had met this incredible person who was really a friend first. Um, And I think that that has always kind of, I know that you refer to your wife, Doc Chocolate, as like your BFF. And I love that. Like, I think that having that solid foundation of friendship is so important in a in a relationship. We have to laugh together. We we're in each other's faces every, all the time. You know, uh, all we of can't keep places. things all up. So, um, so yeah, we started as really great friends, and then I started to you know realize I think this this may be the guy that could be a real potential partner for me. Um, and. As we moved into a relationship, for the first time in my life, like I had a fantasy life with somebody. I never had that before with previous sexual partners. Like, you know, we would talk about what turned us on and just really spend a lot of time in fantasy. And one of the fantasies that was brought up was, you know, what if we were open? What if we tried having fun with other people, right? I think that dirty talk and and creating these kind of spaces where you're so safe with the person you love that anything is possible, right? Uh, you know, we could participate in orgy or like he could tie me up and have a bunch of dudes come in and bang me, right? Like yeah. all of this is possible in the sandbox of, of fantasy. Um, and that was just so thrilling to me because I had never, like I said, had a partner that asked nons and, and fantasies. Sex was always just kind of very rote. And even though I always like enjoyed it, uh, this, this rich fantasy we, life we had really just brought things to that next level. And so, um, so as we kind of progressed in our kinkiness, and I mean, my fiance, he's a kinky dude. And I was like, I got me a kinky dude. Fuck yeah, because I'm a kinky woman. Like, yeah. match made in heaven. Um, so we decided to open up our relationship and, you know, really kind of, I, I knew what swingers were kind of from the cultural ether. I think we all kind of know what a swinger is. And so, um, you know, we decided, okay, you know, we're going to try and be swingers. And our first experience was, you know, bringing another guy into the bedroom, uh, you know, as a MFM situation, the world's easy, AKA the world's easiest threesome to put hold together. Hold right. I, I like how you said yeah. situation. <laughs> you got soul in you, Scarlett. You got some soul in you. Oh, oh my God. I, I appreciate that. So, yeah, I mean, it's so easy to, to make that happen. If you know, you're determined and you know what you're looking for and communicate really well with this third um, and then we kind of launched into the swinging lifestyle with clubs and meeting other couples. And what I loved most about the swinging lifestyle was the social elements, like, you know, getting to know different people, getting together. I, I'm a, a real big energy person and I love the energy of a really big, loud, boisterous group. You know, it doesn't matter what we're doing, but in the swing world, I really found that. And I found like-minded, liberated people. And I was like, this is, these are my people. 
Um, however, I did notice pretty quickly that like, well, yeah, after a couple months, I noticed may, I, I don't think we really look like or behave like the other swinger couples because, you know, and a lot of the swinger friends we had, the man got the majority of the play or as much as the woman did. And for me, that was the opposite. You know, I was generally getting the majority of our play and, you know, my fiance seemed very consent or contented, just like watching or orchestrating or participating in other ways. But I didn't find that odd because I had never been in an ethically non-monogamous relationship prior to that. And so, um, was actually my birthday was approaching and it's a funny story. My birthday was approaching and uh, I was messaging with a swinger friend and he was like, Oh, do you, you know, swingers have these, these big birthday bashes right at the swinger club, the VIP room and everything. You know what I'm talking about? They go all out. I bet you. Yeah. Next month is my birthday. I love those parties. Next month is my birthday. Next month is your birthday. Next month is my birthday. I'm going to be naked. I'm going to be drunk. I'm going to be a little bit high. And I'm yes. going to have like kitties <laughs> in my mouth and maybe a foot. I love it. And I'm going to look at asshole or two. So. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to be at your birthday party. That is I am all about all of that. <laughs> it might just be your asshole. I'm looking. OK. Hey, I'm open to that. Uh, you know, I I would, you know, love to receive some. Analogous. Mm, oh, <laughs> Anyway, you're distracting me, Doc Jocko. <laughs> trying sorry. to tell my story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. We're talking about <laughs> you can you, you you can whip me when you see me. Oh my goodness! Oh, now I gotta bring my impact play tools on the plane, Doc Chocolate. Goodness. Impact this is McCarran Airport. <laughs> oh, wow! I take that stuff seriously. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I've got a few. A few paddles, a few floggers, you know, fun oh, stuff. Shit. Okay, okay, okay. I'm okay. I'm totally interrupting you. I am throwing you off. I apologize. I am a horrible, horrible podcast host. I apologize. No, you are not. I am having so much fun. Okay. So I was chatting with this this person. He was like, Do you want us to throw you a party? And I was like, I'd rather have a gangbang, if I'm being honest. Like I I thought to myself, like that I think would be an experience that I would like a little bit more. And so I came home and, you know, I had kind of tentatively agreed to this. And I was like, uh oh, like, I kind of tell my fiance, like, what if he's like not about this at all? And I've made a horrible mistake, right? And so I came home, I said, hey, so and so asked if I wanted a party. I, re- I really want a gangbang. How would you feel about that? And there was a moment of very heavy, silence in the air and I was like oh (laughs) you know I may have made a mistake here (laughs) and the next thing he told me was that he was really interested in exploring a different dynamic where I would never have to feel the kind of trepidation that I was feeling about asking for and demanding what I wanted that he would support me in my sexual empowerment no matter what that meant for me And that, you know, as long as we communicated, he wanted me the experience that I wanted to have sexually, you know, and have a committed and loving monogamous man at home because he was sexually satisfied then and still is today by me. 
And he knows that I have an insatiable and voracious hunger that, you know, I really enjoy indulging. And as you can imagine, I was really taken aback by this. And, and then he explained a little bit more about this relationship dynamic called cuckolding, where it's kind of a flip of the kind of traditional patriarchal, you know, uh, the way we thought about gender roles and sex, right? That mm-hmm. I initiate the sex either with him or with whoever I desire. And I come first. <laughs> what you know, what what I kind of say goes in the bedroom and that he really enjoys being along for the ride, so to speak. Um, and there's many ways in which I indulge him and involve him. He is very much so present in what I in my empowerment and how I express that. But you know, I didn't know then all that I know now. And so I was so excited about this potential dynamic, but I almost immediately felt the weight of a lot of responsibility on my shoulders that I still feel to this very day, right? Because I love my fiance more than life itself, but I was really intrigued by the belief that I could, as Venus says, have my cake and eat it too. I say, have the best of both worlds. Right. I, I truly believe that it's the kind of relationship dynamic I was called to be in because it's reflective of some things about my inner truth. And I think he would say it is as well. So that's kind of the origin story of how I got to be where I am today. And, um, you know, I am also a, a big part of my sexual identity is that I am a queen of spades which for me means that I have an exclusive preference for Black men that I never compromise on. Uh, And that was something that cropped up not out of my cuckold's fantasies, even though they align very well, but but really it cropped up out of my empowerment because when you're empowered to have, you know, and seek with reckless abandon like not reckless but with abandon right having the best sex ever you begin to be discerning about what that is and you know what that means for you and for me with black men i found lovers who really matched me when it came to veracity and virility and I am not a two rounds of fall asleep kind of girl like <laughs> <laughs> you go the full distance I am a marathon fucker. Like, I want you to bring it. Like, I I was at a party the other night, um, (laughs) and I ended up fucking this incredible guy all night. And in the morning, like, we finished our last round, right? Uh And I opened the door. It was a house party. My girlfriend's out there. (laughs) And he's still, like, he's, like, on the bed, like, naked, like, passed out. (laughs) And I looked at my girlfriend and I said, apparently I killed this man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Scarlett, I have to I have to defend all of us men, okay? This is okay, where I'm gonna okay. this is where I'm gonna get extremely sexist. Okay, go us for men, it. Men, we literally do seventy to eighty percent of the work. 
Like I know this. Up there pushing and we're I up there know. thrusting. And I appreciate up there picking you. people up and tossing them around and swinging legs. And this past weekend, I was at the MGM Grand. I had this girl mm. looking up and I was just like thrusting and fucking and then just tossing her up. And I had a bunch of sweat coming down my forehead. Oh, I love that. I needed a Gatorade. I needed some electrolytes replaced. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Like I'm saying, we I I so appreciate that, and I I was saying it as a joke. He more than satisfied me, and trust and believe we we appreciate all you wonderful gentlemen bulls do. But you know, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there as just just a story about how for me. I that's what I enjoy and I because of the empowerment I have through my relationship through my relationship with other sexually empowered women I don't have to settle for anything less than you know what I desire um so that is is part and parcel of it there's also a lot of the eroticism to interracial that I enjoy that my cuck enjoys I think it's a very you know erotic and you know the skin contrast is is striking and beautiful and just the incredible chemistry I have with black men you know a lot of people think oh you're a queen of spades so you'll sleep with every any black guy it's like okay no <laughs> no 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 you know the first thing you have to meet is being a kind and compassionate and you know decent wonderful human being that has sexual chemistry with me and is interested in me you know that's that's really you know the first prerequisite i said should be i hope for everybody right but so that is that is what it means for me and also like the the piece about queen is that i i wear my preferences like a crown is something i say like i'm not there's no shame in my game. I am loud and proud about what I love and what I enjoy about Black men and all that they bring to my life. So that's really what the queen piece means to me. It's not that I'm venerating myself or anything like that. It's that I hold my head up high and act regal, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's that's kind of a, a, a snapshot piece of, of how I got to be where I am today, Doc. Has definitely been discussion over some of those mm. terms like Queen of Spades and BBC and oh hold on now and I gotta throw this out there to y'all that are listening not every black man got a big dick mm. just throwing that out there mm -hmm. Scarlett's looking at me like I don't believe you <laughs> <laughs> she was giving me this look like uh huh uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I should have yeah. seen the face. All right. But uh, no, but it, it, in all seriousness, like, um, and the thing with it, and just my two cents that I'd like to throw in there is that when one gets into the lifestyle, they're getting into it for just like, what Scarlett said is the eroticism and they're there for the mm. fantasy. And right. the fact of the matter is as an empowered woman, there's going to be things that you physically, uh, spiritually, emotionally, mentally desire from mm. a man and then vice versa. He's going to desire that from a woman or whoever his partner is. And you have the love of your life, which is your fiance. And that's mm -hmm. your mental, your spiritual, your emotional connection and your spirit, uh, sexual connection. Absolutely. 
But then on a fantasy eroticism standpoint, your hunger or your attraction is for black males. And that's not saying that there's anything wrong with that. And I feel, Scarlett, that more people should be accepting and proud, like you said, loud and proud of what Mm -hmm. they desire out of the lifestyle. You know, if like if you don't like to have sex with black people, that's fine. If you totally like to have sex with like 20 people and get gangbang every single hole, that's fine. You know, and I feel like we need to move into more of an acceptance of what other people's kinks are, you know, because my kink may not be your kink, may not be somebody else's kink, but I accept it all. What do you, what Absolutely. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more dark and it is, it is fascinating, right? Because we all do come to lifestyle with, with this mindset of like, this is fantasy. This is play. This is fun. This should be light and we should be fucking laughing and enjoying ourselves. Right. Like that's what we're here to do. Um, however, like, I also want to be cognizant of and aware, first and foremost, always of how I'm treating people, that I'm treating everybody with respect, you know, that everything is consensual, you know what I mean? And uh, one of the things that I do think about sometimes when we think about this juxtaposition of where does real life end and fantasy start is like, for me, being a queen of spades means being an ally to Black communities, Black businesses, Black causes. That's what it means for me. And I know that part of the controversy surrounding that is there may be some woman who, you know, don that title or have that tattoo, who maybe don't vote, you know, in ways that are supportive to Black causes or, you know, support Black businesses. And I just want to say that for me, It definitely is. I'm something I'm cognizant always of how I can be a better ally. And also, you know, being in intimacy with my bowls, you know, it it creates a space where, you know, I can really listen to what their experience is and learn. Um, So as much as like, yeah, there is a, a, a partition there. I also want to be the best ally that I can to sexually empower, you know, black men, black women, just, you know, lifting their, them up, especially, I mean, we're recording this during Black History Month. So I'm really dedicated to lifting up the voices, especially of sexually empowered black women, slut sisters, you know, alongside with me. So I'm really glad that you asked that of me, Doc, and we could have this conversation. Uh, it's important to touch on these things, I think. What exactly is the Slut Sisters movement? And can a brother such as myself (laughs) be an honorary Slut Sister or a Slut Bro? Oh my God, a Slut Bro. A Slut Bro. I mean, can I... I mean, whose clit do I need to suck to become one? Like, I will sleep my way to the top. You can sleep your way to the top. I will okay. sleep my way to the top. Well, yes, let me tell you, you may get away with it, Doc, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put some safeguards in place there because okay, it's sisterhood. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, seriously. So. 
to give you a little background on on slut sisters which is a project that i'm developing uh with my very very dear friend goddess anya uh she's on twitter and she is the host of the sexual alchemy podcast which you mentioned earlier um so essentially i like i'm bisexual and to give you kind of the origin of slut sisters and what it means now um I had the opportunity to meet an incredible woman in 2020, uh, Goddess Anya, who I met through our incredible cuckolding community because she is also a woman uh, in the relationship container of cuckolding. And I have always thoroughly enjoyed the energy that sexually empowered women bring. Like I mentioned earlier, when I was in the swinging world, I loved Swinger Woman, you know, because they were so uninhibited and free. And that energy to me is like, gimme, gimme, gimme. I love it uh, because I also put out that energy. To, so to receive it, it just really nourishes my slutty spirit. So meeting Anya, but I will say when we transitioned into cuckolding, cuckolding tends to be less social. It's much more kind of behind closed doors, like the bull, the cuck, and the cuckold dress behind closed doors, right? And I really missed the social element of, you know, the swinging lifestyle when we transitioned to cuckolding. Um, and so I started getting connected with the bigger cuckolding community. I met Goddess Anya and uh, her incredible cuck husband. He is man i've got to introduce you to this guy he is something he he is the cut genie he makes dreams come true. <laughs> um he you know we were blossoming a friendship over facetime and text and we do not live in the same city so her husband arranged to fly her out here to houston oh, where wow. she had an incredible night we'd set up uh i think it was her first gangbang i'm pretty sure with five of my best bulls <laughs> My A team. Oh, <laughs> she, she brought the A team. Yeah, I bet you one of them look like Mr. T, huh? <laughs> no. Oh <my laughs> I pity God. the fool that brings on you. No, no, not, I can't. I, I do have one bowl that's kind of a resemblance, but he wasn't there that night. I'm sorry. I'm dying over here. Okay, there you go. Um, Hey, the A team. Hey, the A stands for Anya. <laughs> I know they they did. They really showed her a great time that night. Um, but what what we learned through that is that feminine, which we believe is divine, like the divine feminine energy that was flowing between us, and the action that we had, like you know, as a sexually empowered woman, was something really special. And that we wanted to share that with other women. And so, um, I, have you heard of the event Splash Mocha, Doc? I have. I have. Uh, okay. It's, um, I've heard of it, but I don't want to misinterpret it. What exactly is it? It's a it's an interracial hotel takeover. It's an interracially themed hotel takeover. So, there are couples who attend and lots of single gentlemen, black bulls who attend. And it's actually an event that is catered not to the couples or the women, but to the Black Bulls who attend. Um, so it's a really special event. And uh, we attended that event together. Um, and that was when we started playing some of our slut games like Slut Bingo, which is famous. 
All right, you got to tell us about Slut Bingo. Oh, goodness. I know everybody wants to hear about Bingo. Yeah, essentially, we had a bingo card with some of the nastiest, sluttiest, and I'm saying nasty, this with love, like all sorts of things on this bingo card. We had, you know, um, gosh, we had uh, fisting. We had. He's blushing. He's blushing, by the way. He is. I'm telling you, I don't blush. I'm just trying to think of specifics you, here. You are blushing. Like as soon as uh, you maybe said a fisting, bit. you said fisting, and you turned bright red. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was some fisting on there. There was some golden showers on there. Oh shit. There was some, you know, uh, double digits in one day. That was on the bingo card, right? What, so, what, what is double digits? It, oh, the. Double more than ten guys in one day. Oh shit! Yeah, I thought Drew told you about us hot wives in Texas, didn't he? <laughs> oh, he was talking about yes, he was talking about you guys. Okay, I yeah. see, see, see Scarlett, I didn't put two and two together because he told me that. Okay, okay, I I was not at that party, but I I own that because we have a lot of fun down here in Texas. But anywho, so that was what was on the bingo card, and. You know, it was all conceived of by Anya's husband, and he had this friendly competition going among us, and we just had a ball with it. We had a really good time. It was so much fun. It was a great icebreaker. It was a great way to get to know guys, Um, you know, and that what was cool about that doc was that it shifted the power dynamic that's kind of unspoken at lifestyle events where the women are kind of the entertainment right we dress up in theme you know and what when we whipped out our bingo cards it was like okay guess what you know you're not here for me you know i'm coming for you (laughs) and so it really energized our slut power you know in that in that event um speaking of here let me show you oh shoot she just splashed me a boo by the way one of the personalized condom bags that we have Oh wow! I don't know if you can see it. Slut yeah, power, slut power it says on there. Scarlet yeah. slut supply. <laughs> yeah, this is a condom bag right here. <laughs> I know your audience can't see it, but we had right, lots so, of fun. And I'm sorry, I'm being very, very bad. So, okay, so listeners, I'm going to describe cuckolderous Scarlet's slut bag. So, if you don't mind, please hold it back up again. So, it is a black bag, approximately. 14 to 15 inches in length and it has in golden embossed lettering in a nice font slut power exclamation point scarlet's slut supplies boom and it is full of you know as many condoms as you could oh, imagine she, and she got the good <laughs> condoms she got the skins i do i she do yeah skins. so y'all latex yes. sensitive folks can get down nasty and dirty Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that was a big sensation on Twitter. Um, and so what we're trying to do, Doc, is is really develop an intentional collective, not just of hot wives or swingers or women in the cuckolding dynamic, but of women who are really seeking to have a m- more raw and authentic experience with their sexuality in a world that has slut shamed us, in a world that has 
told us we have to be the Madonna or the whore. We are going to create a space where all of that is removed. And really, Doc, we're we're trying to remove the female sexuality from the male gaze. Because let me tell you, nobody gets more excited about Slut Sisters than the incredible bulls (laughs) and men in our lives. (laughs) But not that we don't appreciate you. Uh, But we're really wanting to create a community where women can feel safe to be in a completely feminine zone. Uh, And and it's not it's it's femme identifying people. Right. So it's a very inclusive space. Um, So I encourage you to start the Bull Brothers. But Slut Sisters is only going to be for this. (laughs) Okay, okay, I could do that. Like, I I love it. You are so fucking smart. Because it's BB, Bull Brothers, and then Slut Sisters, SS. Slut Sisters, I'm telling you. All right, I'm going to start that hashtag. Bull, I'm sorry, the... the Bull Brothers. Bull Brothers. Bull Brothers. Okay, okay, I'm writing that down. When Anya was at the last splash, her her hubby made t-shirts for all of the guys that she played with, and yeah, I got to keep one, but they got to to keep a guy, or you got to keep a shirt? Oh, I got to keep one of the guy shirts. Okay. <laughs> you have to keep the guy in the shirt or oh no. <laughs> no, he had to go home. Oh, damn it. <laughs> but I get I get the I get the Bull Brothers shirt. But just but I think it's a great concept, right? I think that any way that we can really build camaraderie, um, and and just you know, not to say that we always have to separate by gender or gender expression, but it really does create a, a different sense of camaraderie. So we will be releasing more information about Slut Sisters later on this year. And if you're curious, you can always follow me on my socials and stuff to stay connected with updates. So for asking, Doc. My big question to you, Scarlett, mm-hmm. is I, I feel like for so long that women have been kept down from being fully liberated. And I can appreciate where you and Anya and other lovely queens have taken this. And how do we get, or what, in your opinion, how do we get more women to get sexually liberated in a world which, in my opinion, it tries to damper women's sexuality? Mm. Because I feel like the world in general tries to state that, hey, if a man goes out there and he sleeps with a bunch of women, has sex with a bunch of women, he's a hero, he's a champ. But then Mm -hmm. if a woman does the same thing, who has the same sexual drive, if not greater than a man, she's shamed in a negative way. So how do you feel like we change that? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that. And you know, I, I don't have all the answers. I just know what worked for me, right? Um, because it we, you know, as you said, the world is very unfriendly towards women owning their sexuality. And there's a myriad of reasons of that. You know, you can look back to colonialism and patriarchy and all that good stuff, Google away on that. But what I will tell you for me personally is that I had to really comprehend and do some radical self-love work and really some pretty radical spiritual work because like you said, like when you can't turn to the world for your love and acceptance, you gotta go elsewhere, right? Uh, and for me, you know, developing this this total and radical self-love and learning how to cast off things that were never for me. Like monogamy, 
doesn't serve me. It's not for me. You know, it's not for the man that it, it is for the man that I love. It's not for me. And so cuckolding is a perfect relationship container for us because of those orientations. But I don't, I have ceased beating myself up because this doesn't, it's like if you have a sweater that doesn't fucking fit you, that shit is too fucking small, but you love that sweater. You, your mom bought you that sweater, you know, and it, every time you see it, you try and force it on you, but that shit does not fit. You have two options. You can continue to struggle or you can say, thank you sweater for serving me when you did. It's time for you, you know, to go to the trash bin and not to say we should throw away things, but we can recognize when these constructs and these paradigms we were that were put on to us no longer that they don't serve us and we can choose mindfully to cast those aside and that's what i did you know systematically now i was and you know i think some of it is also luck that i was lucky enough and and divinely you know perhaps divinely meant to meet the man that I love, who is perfect for me in this way. Um, but I also think the biggest piece, and I mean, going back to Slut Sisters for me, has been my relationship with other sexually empowered women that have made me feel safe and have made me feel like I am not alone and are um, you know, which is exactly why we are building Slut Sisters. Um, you know, and also we do in spaces like this where it is safe, right? Need to tell our story so we can reach more women. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, right? Is you can enjoy all the empowerment that you want. My greatest desire has been to give back and, you know, really hope that my story resonates with maybe it's even just one woman. Um but you know, it's it's that's I think really some of the ingredients that that we can use to make this more accessible to other women, uh, because when you are living your authentic life and not living, you know, in secrecy and shame and you know ongoing hurt, you're a better, more actualized person. You're more confident. You know, you're more willing to take risks to reap more rewards, right, in your life. Um, so, yeah, that that was a really great question, Doc, and I really appreciate you asking me that. You know, honestly, I'm voting for Cuckolder Scarlet in 2024 for presidents. <laughs> Fuck the rest of the. I don't think we're there yet. It would be great hey. if it's like elected president, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think we got a lot more work to do before that. We do. But I mean, that was very, very deep because I mean, what you just said was very profound. And I don't think you understand the level of how profound it was what you said. But basically, I mean, what you said, it really like transcended just the slut sister movement. It pretty much mm -hmm. transcended into all aspects of uh, people that are beat up and they're forced to go into hiding yeah. and they're shamed right. and it, in all aspects, you know, in all socioeconomic places, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I agree with you that one way to start to normalize it is to tell your story. And I love how you mm. said that, hey, come into the movement, come into the group, come into the community, 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 yes. right? That's, that's where we get empowered. And that's why I feel during the COVID shutdowns, 
people started to lose their power because they weren't right. uh, part of those social communities anymore, you know? Yeah. So, and, and if you think that your story doesn't have any impact, I'm sorry to cut you off, Doc, but like, I just wanted to say, like, I, I can hear people maybe listening to this and they're like, me, like my story, like nobody oh, yes. could really get anything from my story. Yes, you, you are who Doc and I are talking to, because trust me, I could have never in a million years imagined that my story would have such resonance with so many other people. So, yeah. That just said that in your head, that's who we need to hear from. So reach out to Doc. You know, I think that what he's doing with, uh, you know, Bulls and Queens is just incredible. Uh, you know, and and they will always like reach out and they will, you want love to hear people's stories. That's why you're doing this. So yeah, I just wanted to, to highlight that real quick. Everybody's story is valid and matters. I don't give a damn what you just said, Scarlett. I'm still going to vote for you. I'm going to write your name in the ballots. So I don't care. <laughs> it's done. It's done. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm running uh, <laughs> on, on for the slut party, the cuckolding party. Yeah, right, yeah, that'll be the third party we need in America. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, that would be awesome. All right. So tell me more about the the realm of cuckolding when it comes to teasing humiliation and denial and in your opinion why do you think it appeals to such a large group of couples of men of ladies like it just give us your opinion let's just get raw with it sure yeah absolutely Hey, everybody, we have reached the end of this podcast episode with Cuckoldress Scarlet. So we are actually going to continue with part two of this episode with our interview with Scarlet. So we're going to actually publish that later on in the week as a bonus episode. So stay tuned for that bonus episode. And until next time, stay sexy. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.